cheeky little bounce. Oh, well done. Runs towards goal. It's a chance. It's as good as you'll ever see. Oh, well done, Sauce. Hey, you like Pez? Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Sauce and from the first time ever, I think, on a Saturday morning. Yeah, I thought you were going to intro more, Pez. No. Yeah, uh, well, welcome. I'm just shocked I'm here uh, on a Saturday it, morning. We've done it one other time, but we were, we were really scrounging around and uh, it was, a, I think, a Friday night we had a, something happen at work. But, you know, one of those things where you just have to record and be flexible and it's a shame that... Um, it's a shame that we weren't able to get on Thursday night, Pez, because, you know, the odds for, for my best bet this week, and that's Carlton for the Premiership, has come into $9. Uh, so it's a <laughs> Carlton fans are up and about after up last night. Up and about, night. Um, bloody hell. Very good performance after going two goals down early. So uh, we'll take that as a as a win for the for the Blues. We didn't have anything out on social media, but we did get a lot of DMs and a lot of personal messages yeah. saying, no pod this week, boys. Uh, well, I've only just on? flown back from um, a holiday because I was my <laughs> retirement fund after last week. So, you know, uh, we, you know, we're already sitting about 96 units. Pez, not about. We're sitting 96 units. And after last week, I thought, you know, I might have a little bit of a holiday. Just take some of that profit and uh, jet away. But, uh, no, thanks to the, the fans for, for reaching out. And, you know, you know, when work calls, Pez, I'll come back to the, to the, the pod. You come back. You've actually forced me out here on a Saturday morning. Not too happy about it. But uh, we'll get into uh, a quick recap of last week. Yeah, we will, Pez. Yeah, you could have given me a little bit more of an intro here. Here we go. Bets. You've got to be on the ball here on for the ball. Saturday, Sauce. What are you doing? It's the weekend. I'm not meant to work here. How does it end? We don't know. They kind of lost, but they won as well. All right, just very quickly, round 19 uh, for myself, Sauce. I thought I had a ripper until I looked at uh, your little bet slip there. But Carlton, over 115.5 points. They had 59 points at halftime. That was one of the uh, – quarter time, sorry. That was one of the easiest watches ever. And my little uh, one I put out on Sunday on Twitter, Riccardi for two-plus goals, anytime goal scorer in GWS plus 40.5, was looking dead in the water at three-quarter time. But Riccardi came out, kicked two quick goals in the fourth quarter and uh, saluted there. Thank you very much. I profited 4.6 units for the round which takes my season tally to 29.66 units so uh, back on track and I thought I had a stellar season and then I scroll across and I see your one. You know Pez you have had a stellar season you've had a great season but uh, <laughs> last week I was a little bit worried that I was going to be you know we talked at the end of the podcast last week how we were you know we could possibly <laughs> throw it all in throw our bank in there and come out so I thought you know I better better support Pez as well and I pulled out a massive round and looking through I, I don't know where my best bet is so, you know I loved my Friday night bet that you know that saluted with a sneaky Dyson Heppel uh, correction the next day so I was very happy with that one at $3.10 for, for two units um, you know the Isaac uh, my, my Rankine one that I was talking about there and small forwards against the D's ranking for three uh, for three goals and uh, McAdams anytime goal $6. scorer $6.60 mind that as well but Pez what I like best is I will listen back to the podcast on the way here just to see you know what sort of banter I could get with you and the St Kilda versus North Melbourne game that was that was my favourite bet of the, the round the under 158 the under 150 and the under 140 Pez uh, you could have gone down as low as the under 131 at about $7 but you know total from that one was about $8 in total and I had one unit on each of those so I was loving that with a with a massive uh, what's that five five units in profit just on that. Yeah, you do the math. Yeah, I'm not going to because <laughs> well, I'm uh, all I'm all mathed out with looking at the the season total. As, as I said, 21 units from that round pairs, but for the whole season 2023 uh, sitting at round 20. 
147 units out there and a profit loss pairs. No, there's no such thing as a loss. 66.9 units pairs and ROI of 45. And for the season combined pairs, we are four units shy of hitting the ton, the big Donald Bradman ton. Oh, it's good. It's good. Around 20 pairs. Well, around 20, 19 rounds through, you're averaging well over three units profit per round, which is uh, which is quite ridiculous uh, when you think about it. When, and backing up on... Uh, season 2022 when we had a stellar 120 unit profit I think so we're actually mowing it down because we got <laughs> 25 profits last week because we've said how are we going to make 50 units in the last you know five weeks and finals well there's a 25 <laughs> unit round for you there's a good start so so we'll be down we, we, we threw our quota by the end of this round Pez but you know what, what it's not not all about the units Pez it's about accountability because we're putting this stuff out Early in the week, we're putting it up on Twitter. We're putting out our TikTok videos well before, well before the actual uh, the the event happens, and, and we build on accountability. And I sent you a screenshot during the week of some other podcasts out there and, and what their profit losses are. And we're starting to move the market pairs because a lot of uh, podcasts that do their sports betting are starting to now put us some accountability up. Well, it's good. I like to see it. I like to see uh, people be accountable. And uh, when you get the little comments happening uh, the best place to hear the bets is on the podcast usually on a thursday night source but we couldn't do it uh, unfortunately this week so saturday we'll put our bets out there but we didn't have any bets for last night so we're not just going to say we we put a bet on what carlton to win that's just uh, oh, yeah i had a not, bet. I had what we can uh, do. exact winning margin 16 <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> that so you're up uh, for four million profits minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but as we as we say on twitter and we get people dm us all the time about where where can we find the bets you can get all the insight the trends the recommendations the leans on the podcast so jump on make sure you listen and and if you, if you know rather than wait for us to put out on twitter because you know obviously we we live busy lives and you know, we're not always going to be putting it out on Twitter. The podcast is where you can get all the information. It's coming out late today, but there is um, hopefully uh, a bit of value in the uh, in our in our bet slip. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Now Bex with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate, and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave, and he, he said, um, "I think I'm going to whack 10 on on Maxi. Do you want do you want some as well?" And I, I said. And I don't even know if I push the specials button, Pez, because it seems like everyone has uh, gotten a little tight in the sphincter and there's not many specials out there, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go through it, it anyway. anyway. Sue takes a special and goes bang. Bit of a spray at sports bet, no little, uh, not even a little Friday night. Yeah, I mean, that's the main reason we didn't have a bet out last night. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. Uh, you wouldn't do little same game multis and things if you don't have a promo because no. there's just no value in it uh, in, in the long term it's not mathematically viable so uh, Blue Bet have the 12 up special if you want to take advantage of that this week lads have the 3 plus leg same game multi one per day and Tab still uh, tighten the sphincter as well with a little 4 plus leg same game multi so tighten the sphincter a little different way haven't they yeah yeah so still put it out there but just with a 4 plus they knew that sports bet were uh, going the other way so there's a few little things out there uh, not a lot though so we'll just uh, pop down any bets that we like from the round who have we got today on Saturday 
Uh, we've got the Geelong Cats taking on Fremantle straight out pairs. A dollar five favourites are the Cats. Fremantle nine fifty outside, which is surprising because they've had some recent and historical success not only at uh, Alphabet Stadium but against Geelong. Minus forty seven and a half is the line over under one sixty eight and a half pairs. This game starts in uh, almost a couple hours. Um, I'm a bit disappointed. Sportsbet don't have the disposal markets out yet. What are you looking for in this game? That's what I was looking for. Um, just to just to even have a look, not even to put a bet out. Um, because we were recording Saturday morning and I was like, I won't look at my bets on, on Friday night. I'll wait till the morning because surely companies will have it out and, and no one has anything out except for bet three, six, five. Uh, but Geelong Fremantle, I don't love the head to head. I don't want to risk anything on the line because, uh, this could be a, a runaway game, but then, you know, with the line betting, uh, when, underdogs come back at the end the the other teams resting we are getting close to finals chris scott's done that before where you know he doesn't put the accelerator down all the way for four quarters so uh i'm not looking anywhere with this game and there's no bet for me um, I'm really liking Geelong in this one. I think Geelong have hit some form. I think they, you know, they really took it to Brisbane last week. They were, they were very inaccurate in front of goal. They probably could have made a better run at it if they had um, saluted in front of goal. But you know, going up to Brisbane at the Gabba and only go away from a scoring shot uh, loss is just quite decent. So coming up against Fremantle, the, I mean, their season's done. We talked about it last week. How they, you know, the, against Sydney. Now they're travelling from Perth to Geelong, um, and, and we know what the Cats do at Alphabet Stadium. Pairs the line in this one is forty. Seven and a half, and I actually, you look at that line, you think, geez, that's a, that's a lot, forty-seven and a half. But then if you do the maths with with the cats and uh, the last eighty-two games at uh, Alphabet Stadium, twenty-eight and a half is their winning margin. So you still sort of lean towards well, forty-seven's a lot. Fifty-six times they've beaten the line, sixty-nine percent of the time, very nice that they're beating the line at the at uh, GMHBA Stadium. Their average when they beat the line is by 28 points they beat the Jesus. line on average. 19 times since 2014, the line has been over 39 and a half pairs, and they are 15 out of 19. 15 out of 19, they have beaten an over a plus 40, basically, line. And when the line is over 39 and a half, they beat that by an average of 37 points, pairs. So when they go hard, they go hard. So for me... I'm all over Geelong in this one. Two units. I'm going on just the the standard line, uh, forty-seven and a half at a dollar eighty, and then I've gone half a unit pairs on. I'm just trying to find my notes. Uh, on sixty-one and a half, two sixty-five minus and sixty-one and a half, minus sixty-one wow. and a half, and then minus seventy and a half. Oh, you three dollars ninety. So I've gone those extra two. Only one of those gets up, and I cover my my other unit. Um, but uh, I, I like Geelong big in this one. Fremantle, they're tired. They're they're coming across. Their Season's season is done. done. You know, Geelong's the hardest trip in. You know, especially for an interstate side. I'm all over the cats in this one. Well, they've got to fly to Melbourne, and then they've got to catch a bus down there. Yeah, down, down the highway as well. Down it's down a bit highway. tiring on the bus scrolling on Instagram or whatever they're doing um <laughs> but we've got to go the other way and we've got to go to Ballarat yeah so, so <laughs> imagine <laughs> traveling from there and then you drive past Geelong you're like oh, oh we've got another 45 minutes out the other way I mean I don't know why you'd be going past Geelong that way but uh Western Bulldogs taking on Geelong uh, sorry uh, GWS as you alluded to pairs at Mars Stadium $1.46 267 outsiders are the Giants minus 13 and a half is the line over under 155 yeah, you'd think the the ground gives the Bulldogs the edge because they've their experience there. But the GW, GWS Giants, they are they are coming something shocking. It's amazing that they're in contention for finals after losing to West Coast in round two. The only team to lose to West Coast. Uh, a couple of big outs with uh, Ed Richards going out. I don't love the inclusion of uh, Rory Lobb. 
for the Bulldogs because I think Harmus last week he's he's a younger type player he he does impress and I think the main targets are Norton and Uglehagen and with lobbing there he's obviously in there as a as a backup ruck to, to English but I think English can ruck 80% of the time and you can you can find other avenues to goal so Rory Lobb I'm a bit confused about um, and GWS they they're fielding a pretty strong team they've got uh, some very good players it will depend on whether it's not really contained the ground down at Mars Stadium they've got uh, one little grandstand there and it, it can be very unpredictable and at a dollar 46 I'm not going to back uh, the doggies because stranger things happen and the giants they seem to come together when they travel down to to strange towns like Geelong. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're the team this year that has travelled the most. You know, selling half of their home games, playing between Manica and you know, Canberra, and they go up to Darwin and they're the team. They're the most travelled side in the AFL and their form over the last six weeks uh, or last seven weeks has, has been that of a top eight side. So it, it, you look at the two teams evenly matched. You'd, you'd probably say on paper in recent form, but the Mars Stadium throws a massive spanner in the works because, you know, traditionally I know that you've gone the under uh, with um, at this stadium, but last time it went well over. Like the wind there is unpredictable un- pre- because of that, as you said, that small stand there, you don't know which way it's going to go. Um, I mean, it's going to be cold, so you'd say that the pill probably probably isn't going to travel as far. Uh, you know, normally I'd be targeting possessions in this game, Pez, but I, I recommend to all pundits to steer clear for this because it's just too many unpredictable um, and things that you can't actually predict because of the the stats, the the location, the yeah. weather, the travel. Like it's yeah. And if you're looking for goal scorers, it, it's too hard because you might get your player have four or five shots at goal and only kick one or two. So, so that is quite difficult. And last time I did back the unders, I backed the Western Bulldogs unders. Yeah, you did actually. It, it actually got up uh, just by the by the hook last time, so that was good. And there's a good point you raise about goal kickers, Pez. If you're looking for goal goal scorers in this, look for guys out the back. Look for your Cody Waitman out the back. Look for Toby Green because they're going to try to get as close as they can to goal. Little Don't, Jeremy uh, Cameron Rory Lobb. Rory Lobb is such an interesting inclusion considering he does his best work from outside 40, and that's just not going to suit his conditions here. Yeah, well, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to play one of those guys down back. Uh, it, it's just a little bit strange, but... Um, we come to the next game and unfortunate that one of my favourite players uh, confirmed ACL during the week in Ashcroft and this game Gold Coast versus Brisbane is for the Marcus Ashcroft medal source. Oh, that's a bit unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah, a bit, bit uh, shit timing for, for young Ashcroft, but hopefully he can come back and be bigger and better than ever because if he plays the way that he's played in his first year, there'll be a medal named after him in, in 20 years' time. It's a real, it's a real shame, you know. He's he's a, fa- a favorite of the show, and he see him go down. But I guess what's good for Brisbane in this injury is that he was a first year player, and there are people that will be able to sort of pick up the slack of him. You would have loved to have him for a final series, but he's actually it's strange that he is going to be a big loss in a final series as a first year player. That's how good this kid is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, Gold Coast Suns three dollars twelve outsiders in the Q class. Brisbane Lions a dollar thirty five minus eighteen and a half is the line over under one sixty seven and a half. Uh, just see during the week actually before we get into this the Brisbane Lions Twitter squad jumped on and threw a bit of a heat towards uh, the yeah. Gold Coast yeah a bit of a fail there just don't massive fail don't go at the two expansion clubs social media teams because yeah. they, they, they are, are more they are superior than anyone else <laughs> <laughs> the, the little lights out for the listeners out there that don't know they said uh, you sleep with the lights on to the Gold Coast <laughs> yeah. and then they just put a video of the Lions lights going yeah. out so you worry about you worry about your stadium's lights mate <laughs> so Massive win to the Gold Coast. And if that was if it was Twitter, social media that was giving out the one four nil, points, one nil. Gold Coast take the win here. Yeah, I mean, the line for that would be over over under two and a half because they are absolutely smashing it. You're right, those expansion clubs. But 
Uh, this one's this one's interesting. I'm, I'm surprised with the line pairs in this one. Minus eighteen and a half is the line. The, the Lions have owned the the Q clash over the last well, since they since they've actually come into the competition. Uh, Gold Coast have been sort of up and down in their form the last three weeks. New coach. They're trying to implement a similar sort of system. They haven't really moved too many of the. Uh, the magnets around the board, so I'm, I'm actually surprised at the minus eight and a half. I'd, I'd be definitely leaning towards that. Yeah, season's definitely on the line for the Gold Coast here, sitting on 32 points, and even if they win this one, they're not in the eight uh, after this round. But the more interesting one is Brisbane. They can nearly lock up a f- top four finish, which yeah. is great for our futures bets there, source uh, as well. Uh, so a win would be great for us for the pod, but uh, they can... Go over Port Adelaide yeah. um, before Port Huge. Adelaide's game tonight, obviously, and anything can happen in a showdown, as we know. So I'm, I'm all over Brisbane to, to take this one out. A nice day in the afternoon uh, up at HBS. I've just got Brisbane Lions. I, know, I don't go on this often anymore, but wire to wire to lead it every quarter. So they've just got to win that first quarter and then maintain it and win the game. I've just put that together on lads with Brisbane race to 50. Uh, because it doesn't change the odds at all. So I'll, I'll just go race to 50 and then Brisbane to win. And that's $2.30. So wire to wire, two thirty by itself. Add those other two legs in. Um, so if Brisbane end up winning and get first to 50, but they don't win the first quarter and they don't yeah, win everything, yeah, a little bit of insurance. I'll, I'll get the bonus Who, Who's back. that with, sorry? That's with lads. Lads. Um, so we'll lock that in for... A couple of units there. Yeah, I don't mind that. Uh, the wire to wire market's such a such a tough one. Uh, but if you look at Brisbane, they're a great first quarter team, and, and obviously once they get the lead against a, a team, as you said, that uh, sort of their season's on you know dangling. But Brisbane have so much more to play for with a top four spot, and you know Port Adelaide dropping the last two definitely opens up a home final potential for for the Lions, and they'll be licking the lips at that one. So, all right, let's get on to Essendon taking on Sydney. Two forty outsiders, the Bombers at all fifty-five favourites. The Swans minus nine and a half is the line over under one seventy and a half pairs. Essendon uh, were, were quite uh, disappointing last week against the Doggies. They're again similar to the Collingwood and the Carlton fans. They were up and about last week, but really disappointing. I thought against the Dogs. Um, the Dogs. Probably shouldn't have won it by as as comfortably as they did and easy as they did, but they just laid down. Super um, super disappointing. Stringer looked uh, looked he looked uncooked. He couldn't move um, up forward, so that wasn't very good for the bombers there. Um, I haven't heard anything on social media, so hashtag done nothing wrong there, Fincer. I still don't hear anything from the bombers. <laughs> um, We'll go from there and keep keep it going. Thirty six points, uh, a must win for the Bombers, you'd think, to to try and stay in touch with the eight. But the Swans coming down, they have struggled at Marvel against North Melbourne earlier in the year. But as we know over the past few weeks, they've gotten bodies back. They've they've been a lot stronger. The Swans, uh, and I think they could get the job done here. They were they started around even money earlier in the week, and punters have just gone all over Sydney. So there's no value in it for me. I'll just uh, sit by, check the scores after the game, and. Uh, See, see who won, and hopefully it's the Swans. Yeah, I was all over Sydney last week. I had three units on them um, against Fremantle, and you know what I like about this is that if you look at recent recency form, Fremantle actually played Essendon uh, three weeks ago, and they absolutely smashed them by thirty three points. And obviously, the home deck in there had a little bit to play with it, but I like what you said about. Um, about uh, the forward just then, Stringer, um, how he, they're looking tired. They, they look cooked, Essendon. They look really tired and they looked flat. And I think that Sydney, you know, they'll need to win every single game sort of leading into this. But they've hit form. They're, they're, you know, they're starting to play a good brand of football. Their last month take out the Richmond game and the expected win that they should have had against Geelong. And I spoke about this last week. They're looking good. They're looking like a top six sort of top eight side. I, I like Sydney in this one. I jumped in early on the week at uh, $1.71. Um, you know, so I love the odds of that. Uh, but 
but I also don't mind the odds of a dollar ninety. The the line again, I jumped in earlier at the week at the eight and a half. So the line for that one is pretty good. I know that the Sydney playing in Melbourne, but they do travel quite well. So hopefully they come out and uh, get the chocolates for that one. Hey, a big big out for that one. Jordan Ridley out injured because he has been. Um, playing well in the back line for, for the has. Bombers. Yep. Stringer goes out, which is probably good for the Bombers, and, and Jai Menzi coming in. But um, that Ridley loss down back, they're going to have to try and fill that somehow. They already struggled down there as it is. So yeah, Not not only there did they struggle, but they, they got beaten last week by the Dogs, absolutely smashed in centre clearances in that midfield. And Sydney's midfield has all come back, and they're starting to look a lot better. They don't dominate the clearances, but... you know, I expect them, if, they, if the Dogs got on top of them last week and actually you know pushed forward, that could have been... Could have, could have got out of hand really quickly, and Sydney had that scoring potential to do that. So all over the swans in that one, Pez. Getting over to – this will be an absolute cracker, Pez. Um, the the uh, What do they call it? The Derby. Adelaide taking on – I think on they call it the showdown, don't they? The showdown, that's right. The Derby's, Derby's the out west. One. Yeah, who cares? Anyway, Adelaide <laughs> taking on Port Adelaide. This one is even uh, even even results, Pez-wise. 25 wins to Port Adelaide, 26 wins to Adelaide overall, like all the showdowns complete. So 255 outsiders of the Crow, $1.50. 50 favourites, the power, minus 12.5 is the line, over under 176.5 pairs. You've been all over the, the Crows at home. They they start home and they start favourites in this one. Oh, until <laughs> until last time with the, <laughs> with the Giants. Uh, that didn't quite work out, but they, they did have the 12 up against the Giants there. But Port Adelaide coming off two losses, um, top of the ladder. They put all their eggs in one basket to try and beat the Pies last week and had them down and uh, down in the dumps. They should have won that though, Pierce. They were on the canvas. And then they just got up and, and knocked uh, knocked Port Adelaide out and were able to do that. Now Adelaide, uh, I think they're shot. They've just um, they've, they've struggled too much away from home. They've been a really hyped team, but they sit thirteenth on the ladder. Like it's not too good. If I had, if I'm going to tip, which I, which we do footy tipping, I'll tip the Port Port Adelaide to win. But I'm not putting a bet down in this showdown, and I, I think it's going to be rare that I put a bet down in any showdown. Uh, come coming forward because it, it is so unpredictable. Well, the 25 to 26 sort of thing indicates that no matter where these teams are, it's always a sort of close sort of contested game. And you're exactly right, Pez. It's not something that you probably would be looking to, to put any money down in uh, that contest. But the minus 12 and a half is appealing because if you look at Adelaide, they had a really big, um, they had two two massive losses last week. You know, had, uh, was it Lockie... Um, What's the bloke's name? I can't even think of it. But Rankine go down, goes down. That, that was a huge. He was he was huge last. That time looks like play. season ending because that that hamstring. He, he, yeah, he was he was done. But, but, but we see this quite often with Adelaide, with our young sides that they come towards the business end of the season and they start to slow down. We've definitely seen that uh, with Adelaide. There'll be a heap of hype in this one, but minus 12.5 for a team that, you know, strategically rested against Port Adelaide, uh, sorry, against Carlton, and then last week they, you know, on paper expected score that they won by three or four goals. Minus 12.5 is probably where you'd lean, but as you said, showdown, so no money in that one. Speaking of no money pairs, Hawthorne taking on St Kilda, and this one, I'm, I'm, I looked at the ladder and I was super surprised that St Kilda, you know, well, before last night, were sitting six, and now, they've, now they're sitting seventh. I, I still can't believe the way that they're playing that they're in the eight. But uh, Hawthorne taking on the Saints, 210 outsiders, the Hawks, $1.72. Favourite, your Saints, minus five and a half is the line, over under, 158 and a half. Yeah, you think back to early in the season, and they, they got the Bulldogs at a really good time when the Bulldogs really struggled to start the season. So they, they had a couple of big wins early, and they did the same the year before. And then they've just tampered off. Uh, no Max King up forward, which didn't help them uh, last week. So uh, this this game is huge. And the, the odds were, were kind of just in the favour of St Kilda uh, because Sicily 
absolutely dominated him last time, 42 disposals. But Ross Lyons come out during the week. He said, they're going to put someone on Sicily. So where are you going to go for your disposals? I don't know if you'll get 40-odd. He might not even get 30. I think he's about $2.25 to get 30. But I wouldn't be touching Sicily in this one. I'd be looking at uh, Blake Hardwick for 20-plus for and to put that in a little same-game multi. But the one that I really like is Wanganeen Miller for St Kilda. No Bradley Hill after the injury last week. He's a dollar twenty-two for um, twenty on Sportsbet. If you wanted to put him in a in a same game multi, if you've got a special somewhere, but he's a dollar ninety-two for twenty-five, which tells me that his uh, line, which isn't out yet, is going to be around twenty-four and a half. So, I'm going to go over twenty-four and a half, or the, to get twenty-five plus at a dollar ninety-two on Sportsbet, and hope that he just cleans up round half back. No Brad Hill means they'll be looking for him more. They've already been doing that in the past month of footy, and uh, I think they run everything through him. Uh, running off the halfback line. Okay, interesting. Tip who's going to win? Uh, Heart Saints. <laughs> it's season on, season on the line. Season on the line, stuff, isn't you, it? You need this one to sort of keep the, the final dream alive. If we're still ninety, I'd be going blue bet St Kilda head-to-head. But at a dollar sixty-seven, I'm yeah, just I'm just leaving it alone. It's been crunched too much. Yeah, uh, I, I like possessions in this one. Um, St Kilda we, has, has been documented so often this season across every platform that they give up a heap of the pill. You know, I, I expect this game to go high. And if you go back and look at the games that have gone high, where Hawthorne have been involved in, so North Melbourne, St Kilda last time, Brisbane high possessions, West Coast, there are four four blokes that always go over twenty-five. So Warple, Nash. Uh, Will Day and Jai Newcomb. So you talked about Sicily Plus potentially getting that tag. Uh, those other four games that we mentioned, those four blokes get over the 20s, over the 25s. I will put a, together a same-game multi in that one. I did one against North Melbourne a couple of weeks ago, and that paid out huge, and I'll probably be looking to replicate that exact same thing. Um, but I'd be mindful of Sicily because there will be some work put into it, as you, as you alluded to. Um, that'll get me odds about $3.30, but I'm waiting till uh, Sunday. Sportsbet have their bet tokens, their bet return tokens, so I'll chuck it on there. and Might even chuck in some of the disposal markets when they finally come out at five <laughs> five minutes to the starting time. But yep. yeah, disposals in that one all over. Twitter at Behind the Bound to see what Source puts together for Sunday. And moving on to Richmond and Melbourne. Yeah, this is an interesting game, this one, the odds, because Richmond out of the eight playing a top four side, $1.54 favourites are the Ds, two forty four outsiders, the Tigers, the over under in this one pairs is a dollar si- sorry, dollar sixty seven. It's one hundred and sixty seven point five and the line minus nine and a half. Melbourne uh, started to, to change their football a little bit. They've come a lot more high scoring. The last two weeks have been, you know, they really, uh, as we talked about in on the podcast, a week before the game, that Melksham would uh, <laughs> go into the, that forward line and kick a couple of goals. And we said that their forward line is starting to connect. Um, but uh, you know, they're, they're they're really starting to turn the season uh, their season around at the right time. They've they've been top four side pretty much all year, but not convincingly. But this this restructure of that forward line pairs and that more high scoring and more offensive attack really uh you know really primed for for finals uh definitely and uh this game is a must win for melbourne you've got to have a look at it before i talk about my bet an interesting one was most goals group two on sports bet if you have a look at most goals group two there's only three players in it jack rewalt shea bolton and dustin martin only three richmond players and i I just couldn't believe my eyes because i hadn't seen anything like that before so it's just out of the three of them rewalt 235 bolton 245 and martin 295 so I found that very, very interesting. With Petty and May down back, maybe they think, you know, Rewalt might get the tag, but people throw money on Rewalt and you've got to try and pick the right one. So not betting on that, but I just wanted to point that out to the punters because that was a, a little bit interesting. Where I'll be looking for is uh, some small forwards for Melbourne. Oh. Uh, 
There's, there's Hang on, wait, wait, wait. You're meant to put this bet on after oh, after the game has played. I'll wait till uh, yeah. Sunday night, and then I'll then I'll put something out. Whoever kicks two goals, so I'm very. I, I know that I know I've made a couple of reference to it. I'm very annoyed that someone jumped on TikTok and had a go at us about putting bets on after. Yeah, because we, we did put our first video up, which was after the fact. The media manager wanted to put something together with some actual footage from the games. Yeah, they did well, the media manager, that one. Yeah, good. Did well, the young fella. Go on TikTok. The young fella. Uh, TikTok, <laughs> check so it out. TikTok up behind the bounds. So they put that out there and um, you weren't too happy with one of the comments and oh, uh, was, the, the got, media manager responded back and then I, th- I think the guy deleted his comment and which deleted our comment and then block, must have blocked us. So, um, yeah, no no good there. But because I, I pick it, He's a dollar seventy eight for two goals. Petrarca's a dollar eighty five. Um, Van Ruin not going to touch him. Malksham two dollars thirty, and Kay Chandler even at two eighty five. And if you're really cheeky, uh, Alex Neil Bullen at four seventy five, who might be able to sneak in a couple there. So it's between Malksham and Pickett uh, for two goals each. Malksham's the the value at two dollars thirty. He just pops up in the in the right spots there. So I'll, I'll be putting something down on Malksham. Uh, around that 2.30 mark uh, to kick two goals. Richmond are a really tough side with, with small forwards. Like, you've obviously got Pickett. Pickett, I mean, that's great value at 5.60 for him for, for two goals. And the dollar eighty five is pretty good value as well. But uh, I, I'm really – they're hard because they really do have that three-prong attack of Bolton, Martin and Rewalt. And Martin definitely playing a lot more forward. I'd probably be looking for some of your midfielders in this one. So, like, Tim Taranto to kick a goal, dollar forty seven is not too bad. Also looking at Hopper, at $2.10 to kick a goal. But, you know, anywhere I'm leaning – you know, Marlon Pickett at all eighty five. You got a bonus bet. Him for two goals at five sixty is absolutely. Um, it's it's pretty crazy money actually when you look at that forward line. But historically, the last couple of weeks, that's that's all the blokes that have been kicking goals. So um, that's where the money's at. All right. So, like, so you're looking at Richmond, yeah? Mm-hmm. You're talking about Richmond, yeah, yeah, small forwards, forward Richmond. Yep. No, because that's what I said last week about you know you were talking obviously that forward line, but then to to counter that that uh, I was talking last week that you look at Melbourne and the defense the defensive structure that they have they have to run through fifty midfielders. Run, the smaller forwards, you know, top up. We saw Sham McAdams last week. We saw Rankine the week before. I mean, I went through the, on the stats last week. Listen to the pod last week, and you hear all the the last were a couple of weeks of them kicking two or more goals, but. I like the Richmond small forwards in that one, but expect Melbourne to win. So, um, yeah, dollar fifty four, take that one up, please. <laughs> All right, let's go on to a game that uh, less enthused for pairs. West Coast two dollars twenty eight, and North Melbourne travelling over to SBS Stadium a dollar sixty favourite. Been crunched. Absolutely crunched. West Coast started favourites earlier in the week. I saw two, North two dollar, for 210. Yeah, 210 you said. yeah, Minus seven and a half is the line. Crazy. That, it's uh, so crazy. Over, under, 170 and a half pairs. I, I don't understand. I mean, I could, you can probably hypothesise why the odds have changed and obviously the money's come in, but I don't understand this one. West Coast at home, they still get 40,000 members there. You know, that'll they'll be the, both of these teams would have had this circled since round three, last time that they played, looking for a win. They've, they've got to. Uh, <laughs> this is hard. Jai Simkin comes into the team, but they are travelling the young side. They've been struggling. How many losses in a row? Like uh, 17 losses in a row. So they're not travelling too well. Uh, West Coast, they lose Luke Shuey, uh, but they lose players every week. And are they going to win? Is Simpson coaching for his his job? Are they going to actually you know sack him after this game if they, if they lose it? Uh, Brett Ratton, it needs a win. If he wants to do, be another caretaker somewhere else uh, next year or the year after... 
He needs a win here against these Eagles. <laughs> another uh, caretaker. Just you're not even giving him a job. <laughs> if you want another caretaking job, he's, he's got to get in as, a, as an assistant coach and get a caretaker um, gig elsewhere. West Coast will have to throw everything at this because they can't jump North Melbourne. They're a game behind as well as 18%. So West Coast have nothing to lose, not even the number one pick. So go Hammer and Tong. I'm not touching this on a, on a twilight Sunday night. No way. Yeah, it's such an interesting game because... You'd think that North Melbourne have the edge. You know, they, they've got the younger side. They're probably they're in better form, I would say. You know, if the game was played in Melbourne, but it's not. Um, you know, West Coast are in an interesting spot. They haven't looked like winning all year, um, but they can afford to win one because their percentage is so bad. They can afford to win one. So give one back to their members. You know, they they, they made an interesting move last week at the selection table, resting a couple of their older guys. I mean, I'd say that they come back in. I think they were prepping them for this win, which is which is crazy when you think about it. Like, um, but. I guess I actually don't mind the odds, and I have to wait till the teams come out properly for this one. But two twenty eight for the for West Coast and the plus seven and a half. I mean, why would you ever be backing North Melbourne travelling as the away side in this in this modern era? So. Because they're playing West Coast. Yeah, but like that's they're, they're as bad as each other. Realistically, I'm happy to just. Not yeah, I mean, know, I'm, I'm not know anything about this game. Oh, I'm steering clear in this one. Man, you know, we talked before about you know making sure that we we don't uh, sort of close off during the game because there might be bets coming out. But pairs, but there will be no bets coming out for me in this one. Yeah. Uh, West Coast and North Melbourne. That game is dead. Yeah. Any um, and for me either. Sorry, any multis uh, and things that you're looking for? Uh, no, there's no little little special or anything there. I'll just uh, play what I had um, on the on the pod there. So that'll be out on the spreadsheet on Twitter at behind the bound. And, uh, yeah, enjoy round 20 and best of luck on the punt there. Yeah, I'm much the same, Pez. Uh, I'll, pu- I'll probably put out a couple of live bets uh, across the weekend, depending how I'm going, Pez. But I'd be happy not to bet this round anyway and sit on my, uh, sit on my little tower at 66 units. Well, that's the thing. And that concludes uh, the bet slip <laughs> for this round. And speaking of uh, missing Thursday, I actually got uh, my second child on the way due next Thursday. So we'll have to see what happens Is with that the... Due next Friday? Yeah, well, Thursday for other purposes, but... Don't have to go into that. Thursday, Friday, same thing. Oh, I was going to say, you originally told me it was the 4th of August. I was well, like, oh. here's source. Not knowing that's my birthday. That's not my birthday. knowing that things can change. Oh, well, that's, hey, that's, that's locked in. Things can change. They how, grow how a little faster How good we've been at predicting things, Pez? I think <laughs> we're going to be bang on with this. I, I can't predict a, a, birth, a <laughs> birth of a child. No way. But uh, yeah, we'll see how the how we oh, go yeah, with we the could, podcast yeah, next week. That. Yeah, jeez. Because I was going to use that card and then the, the card was used last like, on Thursday when we couldn't. Couldn't yeah, play there's no not. chance. No chance you're having a baby, and then we're recording on the Saturday morning. There's no, yeah. no chance at all. No chance. So um, we'll see what happens. Might have to phone in, Pez. <laughs> have to. If anyone would like to, thinks they're all right at the punt, and all those people looking for tips, uh, applications go in on <laughs> Tuesday for for host. All you, all you need to do is just bring a little bit of personality. That's I mean, no, and you're already uh, you're already uh, ahead of me. You're already ahead of Pez, uh, and uh, yeah, that, that's all you have to do. So you've just you've just flooded. <laughs> You've just flooded the DMs there because people are going to be like, "Yeah, I'll jump in. I'll jump in with the source." Hey, we get a lot of we get a lot of keyboard experts out there that think that they can do better. So, job applications come in. Show us your, your best bets. And but they they only do better after the game, and they're only keyboard warriors so after, so after the game. Exactly. No, don't, right. you're, you're too dirty on that. I'm very dirty about it. We've been going for six years, and we've put out the bets before the game every single time. So you've got nothing to worry about there, and uh, that's it. That's that's all there is to it. Publicly won. For six years, not just saying we've won. No, it, it's public accountability plus. It's, it's all out there. So, yeah, there you go. Go and do your research if you want. 
Exactly right. All right, speaking of research, while you're looking through our amazing content from the last six years and all of our profits, make sure you give us a five-star review. Leave a comment to help other punters find us. Jump onto our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the social media platforms. and uh, At Behind the Bound, there you go. And uh, enjoy your Saturday of footy. I'll uh, definitely enjoy it. Looks like a nice day out there. It's, it's been, been beautiful, beautiful morning. So uh, best luck on the punt. And I'm Pez. Peace out. I'm still sauce. We'll catch up next time, guys. I might not catch up next time. We'll see. Now you're gone.